0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. (laughs) Well, well, well. If it isn't my good (laughs) friend, Jesse Thorne,
2: father of three and owner of the Maximum Fun podcasting company, (laughs) we've sure known each other a long time. Since
1: college and we're still doing this show today. How are you, old sport? My concern here, and I'm gonna cut to the quick, if you don't mind. <laughs> My concern here is that this is like an alien nation situation. <laughs> some kind of Listen, I'm not a, some I'm kind not of otherworldly creature has Person. Been, okay here's just what i was you're thinking. not a pod person who's who's read our wikipedia pages here's what i was
2: thinking <laughs> so we got a great we got a great guest this week probably yeah. some new people tuning in for the first time sampling the show maybe they you right. know see a tweet or something like that i just want to lay the foundation it's like it's like how in a movie where someone's like well, 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 little sis. Like you never, you would never. No one has ever acted like that. It's the most bizarre way to act, but it's it it tells you everything you need to know. And so I, I just wanted to do thanks. that for the new listeners, so that they
1: have a good, solid footing. I interviewed the other day the hilarious uh, Claudio Doherty. Uh, because she is in a new television show with Craig Robinson from The Office, etc. And all um, commercials. And all commercials. <laughs> because why wouldn't sure. you? Um, it's, if you want somebody to nail a take, mm-hmm. you're going to want to go to Craig Robinson. Uh, if you've got five seconds to make something funny, just to have him look into the camera seriously. You know, I sa-
2: I based on a Craig Robinson commercial, I tried Gain. Gain's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There you go. What? I sniffed my own shirt. I got a whiff of gain. Good. Thank. Thank you, Craig. I don't think I'll try Pizza Hut. Uh, We. I'm good. I watched their the gain. Oof.
1: I watched their the pilot, the first episode, Mm -hmm. a rough cut of the pilot of of the first episode of a show that the two of them are doing on Peacock, Mm -hmm. and it was very funny. Uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. But I was.
2: Does it, it had I was how how involved is gain?
1: I don't think gain is involved, but I think it's from some of the people that brought you Brooklyn Nine Nine. Ah, so. sure the
2: gain <laughs> the gain of television.
1: Yeah. So, um, I as I was watching this pilot, mm-hmm. the plot of the pilot is that Craig Robinson's a bank security guard, and then he loses his job, but his all dream has always been to get a loan so that he can make a field of some kind of superfood to harvest and sell. Cause it only grows in the forest, but he can't get a bank loan. And then Claudio Doherty's a an Uber driver and she's taking him to try and get the bank loan, but she stops to fight a snake and he hates snakes. Um, and then she right. kills the snake and leaves it in the car and then comes back to life. Spoiler alert. And then they kill it again and then blah, 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 so on and so forth. Just the kind of beats you would expect. At the end, they enter a snake killing contest to win $20,000. And <laughs> wow. it occurred to me, I was just like, sitcom pilots work so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's, the premise of a sitcom is that you're enjoying the time you spend with the people that you know. The Airsats family is reminding you of what's good about being in a family, which is to say that disorder can be reordered. But in order to do that, they have to have them kill the snake, and then the snake comes back sure. to life, and then and then in the end, he and then in the end, it's just Craig Robinson needed twenty thousand dollars to grow a superfood thing in the jungle, whatever. And he just, he, you just see Craig Robinson look into the barrel of the camera and go, "The prize is twenty thousand dollars." Exactly what he needed the whole time. Amazing. They had to work so hard. It must be so hard to write and make a sitcom pilot. So, That's why there's oh, like shoot. two good ones.
0: I want to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Can I our get, guest, let's
1: get our guest oh. on the program? Our guest on the program is, of course, a celebrated stand-up comic and actor. Uh she is also now a celebrated memoirist.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, that's right. She's cashing she's catching book cashing book checks now. <laughs> the
0: book biz those is real, booming
1: thanks those to Cameron real thin E. Ones. Real Cameron, thin checks. Cameron, Cameron S uh, look, I know I know a little something about checks. I got one for 300 dollars for when I was in Comedy Bang Bang recently. So I wasn't on Comedy Bang Bang recently. It's my most recent credit, but it's from about five years ago. But the check I got recently, $300. It was great. Uh, Cameron Esposito is our guest. Hi, Cam. How you doing, bud?
0: It is, uh, you know, first on, honestly, I almost got a little emotional when you were, when you uh, almost got a little emotional. I got emotional when you started talking, Jesse, because I realized, I think the first time I did this show, does this sound right? I think the first time I did this show, so you had me as a live guest. In Chicago, like, 15 years ago or something like that. But I think the first time I – but that was, I think, on Bullseye. Yeah. So I think that's when I met you, Jesse. But then I think I came to L.A., and then I think I was a guest on this show. I was, like, here – to, like, just checking it out to see if I want to move here. I think I was a guest on this show and, like, came to your house. I think I came to your house.
1: And you probably were like, oh, fuck, this is show business. <laughs> <laughs> it's back to Chicago no, for it's me. The exact
0: opposite. I was like, I made it. You know, I was like, I'm, like, at me, I'm in people's houses. Like, this is- I'm indoors. In Chicago, you gotta you stay in your own. Um, you no to go but- back
1: to Chicago and try and get on weight, weight again.
0: <laughs> yeah. It just was real cute, you know? Like, I think we've just known each other for a long time. I think that's it's what true. I was thinking yeah. of. As you said the intro, I was realizing, you know, that I've certainly done this show in an airtight booth right. downtown in uh, Los yeah. Angeles. But I've also done it at your house uh, that you don't even live in anymore. I don't. Yeah. You don't live in yeah. The, yeah. House. So the house. Yeah, and that's the
1: dream. I mean, yeah. the dream is to go from area to area. Reco- <laughs> <laughs> Recording podcasts that some like. That's right. That's, that's right. That v- yeah. there are those who like.
0: Devoted listenership.
1: Yes. A devoted listenership. Well, we're always thrilled to have you here, Cameron Esposito. Um, yeah. I had a- And congr- congratulations, on, con- congratulations on the continued growth of your distinctive hairstyle game, Um, always been a central part of the Cameron Esposito brand. That's right. Uh, now, now features, um, blonde, not tips, but blonde two thirds. And like highlights.
0: I think they're um, technically called highlights. Oh, are they? It's tough to live with. You know, it's tough to live. It's tough to go to sleep. Right. Yeah. But I think I technically have highlights.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, what really looks good is it's highlights for children. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, it it's is a, a great, bit of goofus and great, gallant right here on my it's head. It's a great
1: hairstyle and a great magazine to read while you're waiting for the dentist. <laughs> um, uh, Cameron's hair is now entering a sort of grand and expansive state. It was previously a down-do. Now I would call it an out-do.
0: Oh, my God. That's so, well, so I mean, I'm it was on,
1: also previously an out-do, okay? It was, so yeah, it's been the all butt.
0: sorts of ways. But I, I am working on this TV show right now, and when I – when I went to read, when I like came back and I went through, because it's I'm a love interest. I had to do chemistry reads mm. with the mm. actor who's actually who's been on the show for a bunch of seasons, um, for like the network and for the producers and all that stuff. I had to do and- Jimmy smiths We
1: can just say it's Jimmy smiths
0: <laughs> yes. I had to yes. do chemistry
2: reads with Bill Nye, but it was a totally different thing yeah <laughs> we we're just doing chem- well why that's we were a bummer doing chemistry you know? exper-
0: like,
1: experiments
0: that's such a ch- i mean i would want to see both is what yeah. i'm saying i want but both. the sexual um, tension
1: was palpable
0: absolutely a little bit of eruption all <laughs> um,
1: right just like I this palp- episode of volcano I can, <laughs> I can palp that tense right now mm-hmm. i can imagine <laughs> it i'm i'm playing it, it. i'm it? playing it in my mind palace oh you palpin yeah Tight. It's palped. Do the two of you met at at his Pasadena swing dancing club? It's true, that my uh, stepdad plays trombone at.
0: Wait, what, is that a real thing? It is. Yeah. Yes,
2: and yes. Yeah my uh, my stepdad is a is a is a, a trombonist, and he uh, plays at the Pasadena Ballroom Dance Society. And I, from what I can tell, the biggest thing to happen at the Pasadena Ballroom Dance Society is when Bill Nye shows up and cuts and cuts That's... a rug.
0: I, that sounds great. I mean, I currently live in Pasadena. Oh, me too. So, on my way. Yeah, let's go together. That would be great. What Bill? And I've seen Jesse at the farmer's market. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, these are the things that we do. I've seen Jordan at the Night farmer's Weekend. market. Folks, we got the
1: Pasadena oh, lifestyle.
0: Wow. Oh, this is why I was going to say that thing about the hair. So, when I did all oh, these yeah. chemistry reads, the number one thing that the network said back is they were like, don't change that hair. My hair was going straight up in the air during all of those chemistry reads. They were like, don't change that hair. That hair is wild for ABC. Like, we love it. Like, sign up the hair. Like, you know, so I got the job. But then when I got to set, the actual hairstylists were like, we really respect you and we want you to feel comfortable in your hair. But just so you know, the way you wear your hair won't fit in frame. <laughs> So they had to um like cut my hair differently and like make it go more down, which is so it's so I got to consult on how I want it to go, which is like this sort of floppy 90 s thing. but it was for a while just going sort of in a um I would say aggressive electrified pompadour, right. but that it turns out that can't go on TV because it will blow the frame. Have you
2: thought about maybe just doing projects with Christopher Nolan, who shoots everything in that IMAX format?
0: Abs, yeah. That's a great. That's a great. Too bad for the Cinerama Dome. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. Because yeah. that would have been a great. Yeah. If you do, you, have you, you ever the seen the
1: hairstyles dome. in Lawrence of Arabia? Because no. they are extraordinary yeah. The width on those hairstyles. Okay. Absolutely yeah. breathtaking. Well,
0: again, because wide, you know, that's fine. But it was just up. So that's so you got to go with the way that TVs are designed. Right. You know, you got to go. You got to go <laughs> yeah. more more landscape or right. than portrait. Yeah.
1: I read an I read an article uh, a couple of years ago about why like seventy five percent of women on television have that kind of like loose curl in loose curls in the front long hair hairstyle it's like back but there's kind of like a what is there's it? there's kind of like a like Wait, if is, you imagine are, like, is it a ponytail. No, it's like a ponytail with like with like some Tendrils? some hair in the front, some like loose curls in the front. Okay. All right. And it it has to do with it's like it's like really it's like really easy to keep looking the same in between shots. And like in real life it's actually a very difficult hairstyle to maintain uh because it become, becomes a mess. Uh it's hard to manage, but because they have someone to manage it. They manage it in between every shot. And because they can do that, this is a style where if they manage it in between every shot, it can look the same in every shot.
0: This is why I'm a nightmare for any time I'm on television. And I've been on television and actually many times, weirdly, based on how I thought things would go. Um, But I touch my hair all the time. It's everybody's Uh, nightmare. You mean like talking.
1: when you got to Los Angeles and found that Jordan Jesse Go was waiting for you?
0: <laughs> like, well,
1: surely this won't lead to uh, lucrative film and television work.
0: <laughs> oh, I just, I just thought I was, you know, that, it's that classic we make, thing. We, we make you're too your gay for TV. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. We do make stars. I think this is an example of why representation matters because we're going to need to get more outrageous lesbian hairstyles. That are highly repeatable for television and, and hairstylists who are comfortable with them.
0: I cannot tell you how true that is. I mean, seriously, though, this is an actual thing. To be a gender nonconforming person and to be a, a love interest on network television, and also, I'm not the person that is pursuing – like, I'm actually being pursued. That's the, the character that I'm playing is being pursued by a woman who is Well, Jimmy like actor. is a
1: cop. Of course he's pursuing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: jesse <laughs> i don't i just don't think it's jimmy smith's it's not jimmy smith's is it is her love interest Sipowitz? i could actually tell you who it is and i think it would mean something to well i think it would mean something to jordan mm. but i wonder if it means something to jesse
1: is it i don't real know big fish
0: this is, <laughs> this is this is this is this is me not knowing okay what shit Let's you find out. um my love interest on this show is grace Park. She was a huge part of my life for a period of time because she's one of the stars of Battlestar Galactica. Oh. Um, no, you know
2: that's actually yes. not, not
1: quite not quite my zone. Um, okay. Backwards, baby, because Jesse watched Battlestar Galactica
0: uh-huh.
1: and remembers this lady from Battlestar Galactica. She was totally awesome on it.
0: Yeah, and then she starred in Hawaii Five-0.
1: And Jordan's and- a different kind of nerd
0: is that it's oh shit yeah shit yeah you know Battlestar Gal- in
1: space battle star galactica was a dalliance with this kind of nerd for me i'm not a committed this kind of nerd i'm a medium That's- star wars guy i think all jordan jesse go listeners know that but i did watch battle star galactica uh until it started getting crazy and i checked <laughs> out it did but get a little, um, I did, it did, get a I did really too. like it. I did really like it for the first few
2: years. Yeah. I, I, I bet really if I sat it. down with Battlestar Galactic, I would like it. And it's one of those, like, everybody loves it shows that I've been meaning to get to. It's like, uh, yeah, like I did The Sopranos last year. I'm like, oh, I got to do The Sopranos. So it's like kind of one of those for me. Um, sure.
0: I mean, also, what were you doing in, like, the mid-aughts? Because, I mean, that's that's when that would have been. What would oh, have what what, been, what, been your... What was I
1: watching in the mid-aughts? John yes. Was plowing his way through Los Angeles in the mid aughts. I on. ran a snowplow <laughs> business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Los Angeles' own huge snowplow <laughs> So yeah, and it the market so, yeah, corner. I didn't but... have a TV because I couldn't afford one.
0: Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. right what was right, I watching?
2: Right. I was probably just watching the Mister Show DVDs over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, what yeah. We, that's what we what we were oh, all that doing. That
0: makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah everybody That's was not watching sister show doing DVDs. but i but i am very happy that you vote yeah. for.
2: um it made me the not well-rounded guy i am today <laughs> um, <laughs> um cameron i wanted to ask you about your uh your book uh i don't know if yeah. this is the cover or if this is just the press materials but are you or are you not wearing a pope outfit
0: yeah, that's a great question because the, the paperback is what's coming out right now, and it is the cover of the paperback Wow, it's sitting here with my desk. But um, it also was press materials. Yeah, I have a friend from Chicago named <laughs> Tiffany Putterbaugh, and you got to <laughs> know who is
1: – I like this gotta, already. I'm already 100 percent on board. As soon as you said you have a friend from Chicago named <laughs> Tiffany Putterbaugh – Yes. I said, yes, so, let's talk about this. Let's talk about yes. pierogies. Is this just a character, yes. from, <laughs> is about... a character from Search Party?
2: <laughs> <Does this laughs>
0: Tiffany Putterbaugh is a hilarious comic. She is part of the uh, legendary Chicago duo, the Putterbaugh sisters, her <laughs> and her sister Danielle. Classic. Wow. They're funny as hell. So she's also a costume designer, but she's, you know, she's an unusual gal. And when I knew I was – when I was writing this book and I knew that I needed to make, like, some promotional materials, um, she is – you got to know who in your phone you can call. I don't even think I called her. I think I texted her and said, like, can you make, a like, a gay Pope outfit <laughs> within – I think I gave her two weeks like I was like, you got two, two weeks, weeks I, need hat, I need the hat. I need the like yoke yeah. part. What are the? And I gotta get the cape. And she made it. She made that. Like it's like I like own it. She made it. It's not a trick. It's not a trick. Uh, I know of the eye.
1: This has come up on Jordan Jesse Go before. I'm really excited uh, to meet a new gay pope because I already knew a gay pope. Who was uh, the gay pope? You know, I used to go when I was in high school. I. No, no listeners will. I don't think I know if I've mentioned this specific aspect of it. No listeners will be surprised to learn that I belong to a club that went to see foreign films and then have and then have uh and then have like cheese and salamis crudités afterwards. <laughs> um. So the leader of this group, his best friend, uh, he's an artist named Ronald Chase, a very good man. Um, and his best friend, his like lifelong best friend, uh, became my childhood, my adolescent hero two ways. Number one, uh, one day he mentioned that he was in John B's wedding. And I was like, you were in fucking Jambi's wedding? And he's like, yeah, we're very good friends. You fucking holy shit. The other thing that that Huntley just once casually mentioned in conversation, and remember, this is a... 58-year-old man just hanging out with a bunch of teens, helping them go to foreign movies and eat crude Uh Huntley goes, uh Huntley goes one day, he goes, Yeah, you know, uh do you know the Sisters of the Perpetual Indulgence? If I thought you guys oh, yeah. know the Sisters of the Perpetual Indulgence, they're like a, they're like a pride uh they're like a, a bunch of pride drag queens who dress up as nuns. They all have different they all have different names and they do pride events and it's very fun. Um uh, Huntley met one of them at a party. Uh, uh, he, he said to Huntley, "You know, you you look a lot like Pope John Paul." And Huntley said, "Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard that." And Huntley became the Pope of the Sisters of the Perpetual oh Indulgence. God, that's great. So he has his own papal robe, and he in all the events he goes and and has a pope mobile and does the wave oh and God. yeah, the whole nine yards. But why were you? Be, why why did you become the gay Pope other than having? grown-up gay and catholic
0: yeah i mean it's it's i think it's the thing of like it's such an iconic right we gotta steal and recreate all the we gotta colonize all of the iconic images that that were foisted upon us by the folks who did all the bad things (laughs) and um i think you know for a long time i wanted to be a priest. You, I think you both know this about me, but like I wanted to be a priest and I was a theology major in college. Some of that is what this book is about. Um, and even sometimes some of the, during the pandemic, I was taking a lot of theology classes, master's level theology classes. Remember when you were baking bread? This is what I was doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. and A
2: kind of a baking of the soul. <laughs> exactly. Kind of sour, well, I was baking
0: the spiritual... bread, but the bread was also the body right. of Jesus yes, Christ. Right.
2: Um,
0: yeah. No, so I'm no longer a, uh, you know, a devotee of Catholicism. I don't believe that like Jesus was a literal, you know, guy, guy born out of, uh, out of God. Um, but I think he was a cool philosopher. And when I was a much younger person, uh, his philosophy was like the first stuff that I really thought worked for me in terms of thinking about social change. Like he was, you know, the stuff that the leftist, Political thought that goes with Jesus, which you may or may not know about, depending on how you were raised. But like, if you can get into some like deep Jesuit stuff, where people you're are like, a, you're a liberation people. theologian.
1: Cameron. That's the word for
0: it, actually. That's the exact word for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, here for you. Yeah, back back in the day, um that's what was interesting to me. Would you and... like some
1: crudities, Cameron?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. You're like, oh, what if somebody could be nerdy enough to be into foreign films? And I'm like, what if they could be nerdy mm-hmm. enough to be into Jesus Christ, but not in like a r- real way? You know what Lib- I mean?
1: Liberation, <laughs> like liberation, through a
0: looking glass.
1: Liberation um, theology really worked out for my family because uh, my dad's sort of mentor uh, was a liberation theologian, a priest named Raleigh Raleigh Jones. And for many many years, our entire his my dad's entire office closet was full of copies of Raleigh's book for me to live is Christ. Wow! And uh, when Raleigh croaked, uh, we got his 1977 uh, Chevy Nova. So amazing! It re- really, it really was. He knew how to look after the poor by willing his Chevy Nova to my dad.
0: <sighs> oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think for me it's like. The first stuff that I ever loved in life besides my family um, was the idea of trying to make the world a better place. And I think I had a very confused set of steps to do that uh, because I was raised in deep, deep Catholicism. But um, I am still curious about that. And I I can't, like, separate the way I was raised out of that. So it's this, like, very strange conundrum that i find myself in where it's like i can't unthink all of the stuff i was taught i went to catholic grade school high school and college like even if i leave it behind it's the fabric of the pope the internal pope costume that i wear is all of this shit so Mm. i think that's it's you know it's complicated then to live the rest of your life in some ways
1: cameron you're a pope wearing a cameron costume Mm.
0: that's couldn't be more Mm. true I know, I mean, and then to become a stand up comic is so on the nose for me, like <laughs> I don't know what everybody else thinks we're doing, but like I think that we're preaching, you know, and I think that it's just a lot of guys started this started doing this job a while ago and like conflated it with being tough and alcohol, and those things <laughs> are true too, but I also think it's just about like telling right. the truth and um your next step
2: your that next that step, of, Cameron, is a leather jacket and a guitar
0: i mean i could i couldn't That's, have more leather jackets, oh, okay. and I do have yeah, one well. guitar I can't play,
1: <laughs> yeah i see the good right i see the road it's case right behind there. you I let's, right behind let's do this yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go how does but
2: how does I, the uh how, how's the pope outfit feel on like could you could you could Such you, you move, can you move
0: in it you can move in it, but it is not um very airy mm. okay. it's a mm. it's a it is a A very a rather synthetic (laughs) fabric, right? That there are many layers of now the actual Pope. I don't. I mean, the people that make those. That's what I someday. Yeah. May we all get a chance to try on those?
2: I mean, I, 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 you know, you can buy Pope socks. I didn't know that.
0: Oh, from like the Pope, (laughs) socketeer. Yeah, the Pope's the
1: Pope's socketeer. Uh, you can. Um, it, it is is there's like a store called Gamarelli in uh Vatican City, I guess, mm-hmm. where the Pope gets his special red socks, and you can buy red Pope socks.
0: But our current guy doesn't wear those red socks
1: because that was he's the last too liberated.
0: Guy. Well, no, because the last guy was flashy. Uh Um, and so he wanted to do his own Mm. thing. And so he wore those red socks. Um, and I will also say I have had a weird amount of Pope experiences. Like I've been to, I mean, I am a normal person that, you know, and I've also been to a canonization, which is where they make a human being into a saint. Wow. And I've also been to an audience with the Pope, um, which is a completely, it was when John Paul II was still alive. So it was with him and he spoke eight languages and like I saw him speak that he also was very old and they had him. He was going to appear on a balcony to start the audience, but he couldn't walk out onto the stage. They rolled a balcony out with him already on it, <laughs> Wow! <laughs> which is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And then the other thing that is true is that people chant at these at a canonization too and then also it's like people chant like um like they're at a s- soccer game like that kind of especially in like a global because it's like a global community right? right so when people were cheering they are getting really excited for John Paul II to come out i got to hear the chants yeah. which are, were amazing and i could tell you what i could tell you let what's links. your favorite pope chant uh, I can do I can do YouTube. two uh one is JP2 we love you.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: That's one I like. But this is actually the, I think this is a better one. Giovanni Paolo.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, with the claps. You know, when I went, people
2: were just saying, show your tits, which was weird.
1: Yeah. I went in Boston and the whole yeah. time he's doing his whole, the whole mass and Latin and everything. And it's just Yankees suck. Yankees <laughs> suck. <laughs> Dump them out, John Paul.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The vibe. A hundred percent. The vibe.
2: Are your family still like practicing Catholics? Do they go to mass? Is that something you would like do on Christmas or something?
0: So they they were – when I came out and then I eventually left the church, partially for queerness, partially because I read what the church actually said about women, partially because I, like, kind of clicked for me that the church had, like, stolen land from pe- – like, that, they, that they'd done great sure. harm. Um, so I left the church. And then my parents sort of left, too, um, because of m- me and – this last Christmas, I they came to visit me in uh, Pasadena and I did take them to like an outdoor service because I'm at a place now 20 years after coming out where I'm like, I don't know, my folks are in their 70s. Like, I think that was a big loss for them. I know it was a big loss for me to lose like that part of identity. Yeah. And so I, I felt like, let's go give it a shot. You know, we went to the thing. My dad thought it was great. I will say that like... I was bummed to find out that it didn't feel. It felt neither magical mm-hmm. nor infuriating. Mm-hmm. Like it, like what a bummer, you know. It just kind of felt like people doing their best outside. Sure. It was, it was so <laughs> annoying. <Yeah. laughs> I just, yeah. I wanted to right. be so pissed, like or going to JCPenney to, to, so, going to J.C.
2: and know, pick up a new pack of underwear.
0: It was, ju- it just was regular. Yeah. Just people being regular and trying that to. Really, have a uh,
1: this, that, these ones have Mo doll. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exactly.
2: Uh, exactly. I, I, I grew yeah. up rel- religious and it's an interesting thing when you kind of like learn, you know, usually in college, you're like, oh, you, you know, I, oh, you, you go to church and you, you like feel connected to everybody. And there's this guy and he says, help the poor. Great. Right. And then you're like, oh, mm, there's a lot of other shit and it's real bad. Like that is such. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I totally know the kind of missing of that. Just like simple. That simple kind of feeling of, hey, love your fellow man, right? This is great. Like, uh, yeah, like I totally also miss that. That's like a good.
0: Yeah, solutions, sure. like anything, right? Like, as opposed to just the utter insanity of like life is going to continue and you won't know how to deal with it and like, and like, do your best, yeah. sweetheart, and like, try to make friends. You know, it's like, that's yeah. so, it's so, um, Complex and it's so unyielding. And I just think, I think it was a lot. I think it was very, it was a big relief for me for a long time that it was My? like, do these things and this is sure. how to be good.
1: Except for its fundamental incompatibility with who you are as a human being.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that, that, uh, well, the first thing I checked was if they were right. You know what I uh-huh. mean? I did check mm-hmm.
1: that. Did you, where did you go for that Wikipedia? I, uh, Wolfram Alpha. No, I, I went you for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does Catholic church church equal right?
0: No, I went for that, uh, you know, having a secret girlfriend and a public boyfriend. I mean, I had for a while I had like boyfriends, no secret girlfriend. Then I got to college. Then I had a secret girlfriend. Then I had public boyfriends, secret girlfriend at the same time. That was not – I wouldn't Karen. actually recommend that
1: i am i n I'm I'm a hundred percent confident that this represented extraordinary struggle and emotional emotional turmoil for you. Like a hundred percent and the last thing I would want to do is and yet. diminish diminish that struggle <laughs> for you. And yet I'm just trying to imagine a world where I could get two people to date me at the same mm-hmm. time. It seems like an extraordinary power extraordinary power. I gotta tell you the truth. If I had that kind of, if I had, if I had Esposito
0: charisma. (laughs) Oh my God. I was a wreck in my 20. Like, so if you went to college with my, my college nickname, my friends in college, this is what they called me. This is, they called me wild ride because truly you never knew what the fuck was going to go on. You never knew where I was going to show up. Uh, I mean, it was because I was in so much pain, but like I was in so much pain, I was hurting so much that I was lying and I was trying to sort of obscure. I was living my whole life like as if it was as if I could throw smoke bombs, just be gay behind there. Like I was doing such a Wizard of Oz, like so much, so much Wizard of Ozing was going on. But it did look, I think, extremely fun. Like there was a there was a weekend where on a Thursday night. I ran off into the sunset wearing a coconut bra and my roommates didn't see me till Monday. You know, <laughs> that's like wild ride
2: running. for you. <laughs> exactly.
0: And they weren't that's even like worried because it shit. wasn't like exactly yeah. like she's not hurt. No. She, she's gonna come back, but like we don't know if she'll ever I mean, that's a lot of days. Did she find a yeah. shirt? Like, they're how just, did this go? <laughs> they're just
1: watching you run off into into the sunset and they're just they're chanting together. Yankee <laughs> <Yankees laughs> suck.
0: Yankee suck.
1: They're like we don't know where she's going. Yeah,
0: because actually this was in Boston, so there you we go. It's We don't know right. where
2: she's going. We don't know when she's coming back. But when she comes back, she's gonna have a weird pet.
0: She yeah. will yeah. have acquired
1: right. a kind of a difficult That's right, Cameron. Jo- so Jordan grew up in a sort of in a sort of all American uh, kind of evangelical Christian context. Um, you know, like a like a big church kind of contact, con- yes, context. Yes,
0: because you're from you're from Mission Viejo, right? I'm from right? Mission Viejo. Yeah. And you went to college, I think, actually with one of my college or in high school with one of my college roommates. I oh remember. Oh my it. gosh, small world. Uh yeah. Casey Masley was her name. But she might not have been your she age. Sounds great.
2: No, I was too yeah. Anyway. She was part of probably part of the Battlestar
1: Galactica Club and <laughs> I just did not. Yeah. <laughs> um But yes. keep going. I I also went to and I think that that church would also be a mixed bag for you. But I grew yes. up. I grew up going to church in San Francisco, Episcopalian church. And let me right. tell you, Episcopalian church in San Francisco is gay Catholicism. <laughs> That's what that totally. is.
0: Totally. I mean, I, I will also say a couple years ago, um, my wife Katie and I, it was Christmas Eve. I mean, this is, it was Christmas Eve. We had just had a really tough family thing go on. And I lived in Los Feliz at the time. And there is a church in Los Feliz called the MCC that is like a queer church. And so we, there had a, they had like a midnight Christmas Eve mass. And we were just like, I don't know, should we try it? Like I had all these other experiences. Should we try it? And we showed up and I will say, first of all, did not disappoint. There was, everybody was amazing. That was there. There was an actual leather family that was there with each other fucking amazing to see like a like, little leather baby <laughs> the, uh well yeah with a little leather baby but that leather baby was a grown right. adult who has okay. made a but choice yes. to
1: be a leather baby <laughs> yes
0: yes i just but,
1: pictured a regular baby with a, a little with a little leather num <laughs> right. num
0: no it was like it was like you know some daddies and some yeah. and some and some uh kiddos but everybody's uh of the of eight the age of consent yeah um and they went up and like received uh communion together as a group it was incredible to see but you know i think the thing is is like having had my heart broken by organized religion i don't know that i i'm like a spiritual person i'm super curious about a lot of different things that we have as human beings do you ever to organize our surroundings with, but I'm not really looking
1: do you ever, to join this gate training. Cameron like hang out about? hang out at the beach at night and you like look up at the stars and you're just like, there's so We're many small, stars. Man. We're yeah. pretty and small. It's weird because like money pretty, only has value because we say it has value. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know what I think? Sometimes I personally I'll be like hanging out at the beach at night. And I'll be watching the Billboard Music Awards, and I'll just be like, I'm so insignificant compared to all these stars mm. that God made. Oh, my God. How are you watching it at the beach? <laughs> what is happening? I have a Sony Watchman, oh. how did, and I'm watching like, the Billboard Music Awards. And I'm awed happen? by the number did of happen? stars from Conway Twitty all the way to, <laughs> to Dua Lipa. Why is she
0: yeah. there? <laughs> from <laughs> Stephen Foster. She-
1: <laughs> to the great madrigalists. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. All the, all the stars. Uh Cameron and you know, Jordan. But I... to answer your question yeah. in a, in an in an unhelpful and serious way, do you know what actually does feel spiritual to me is doing stand-up. Oh, like I love yeah. to do stand-up. And it feels amazing to me to be on stage and be with an audience. Like it actually feels connected and like locked in. And I feel like I'm like there's like breathing going on where like our because of the way that the timing of jokes and where they land and when the audience laughter kicks in. And then also there's like a falling of the laughter that you pay attention to before starting to speak again. And it matters when you take your drink of water. And it's very um, uh, like biology, the biologically and then physically, chemically what's happening inside my body when I'm doing stand up. It is wild. I mean, it's drugs. Like, for sure, it's drugs. It's extremely difficult to leave stage yeah. and then go have a normal conversation with anybody. Very hard to go to bed. And you get a that. drink ticket um, sometimes. You get a drink ticket, which, like, may or may not be helpful. Sometimes if you need to come down a little bit, sure. can be helpful. But, uh, I mean, it's just, like, it's the wildest thing. I think it is really interesting that, without even realizing it, Somebody who had this early interest, I, like, found this job and then realized, like, decades later, oh, this is, like, actually a good sure. outlet for this thing that I was interested in the whole time. Like, I just, I, you know, I, do feel like I thought I was doing fucker I do feel
2: like I know I, it, quite a few kind of comics and creative people who who their, like, childhood thing they thought they were going to be was, like, a priest or a pastor or a youth pastor or something like that. I know a totally.
0: lot I know. Absolutely. And I think the, I also think that like, I mean, first of all, there's like a little bit of a, there's a little bit of an antisocial personality type going on, but I would add to that, that there's a, not for everybody, but I do think there's like a a genuine desire to help, (laughs) like to help the room, you know, Like, like, here you seem tense, let me help. The other side of that is that an overdeveloped sense of humor always means that the person who's joking around feels weird about themselves. That's what an overdeveloped sense of humor is for.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of Catholic priests who feel weird about themselves. I think they're all are a hundred percent super don't feel. There's oh no guilt God. going on there. There's no confusion oh going on.
0: God. there. Oh my God. There's no mixed I messages oh happening
1: inside those minds and bodies. Can Nothing you even is. imagine? I cannot. I can't. I mean, look, I liked Raleigh a lot. Sure. Raleigh was a great guy. There was this guy called uh, Father Peter, who was the uh, priest of the Catholic Church nearest my house on 24th Street in San Francisco. And um, uh, he was like one of these guys, like he like made his bones cycling through the Andes giving people priesting like Uh with like with like ice in his beard and he came over to dinner a few times because he was friends with my mom who's not a catholic and uh like he's he was you know he had the uh pastoral quality you were there and you were ready to be cared for by him you know
2: that's a nice I thing think it's worth saying like in the in the way that you do these things and you have to like say something that's not funny like i think it is like worth saying while we're talking about this that like i think there are like a lot of religious people who are uh cool in all the ways that you would want them to be cool and like um and all that stuff like i like my family like my family is and i i like the only thing i ever like disagree with them about is like labor stuff like union issues or something you know like they want to use everyone's correct pronouns and nobody voted for trump and all that stuff so i i, I you know i think something i think it's worth saying that there are a lot of like cool
1: christians who are on the right we, side of things now,
0: yeah to be I mean, clear I, jordan I genuine... you described
1: your uncle as a trombonist mm-hmm. he's probably best known as a <laughs> dad. <laughs> for <laughs> Jordan, you I, described your I don't think I get that. Jordan, you described your stepdad as a trombonist. Mm. Um, but I think he's probably best described as a Pinkerton. Still don't get it. Uh he's a union I, buster, oh, right, a professional right, right. union yes, buster. Yes, yes, yes. okay. Um and your your mom participates. I mean, you can say this. Mm-hmm. It's okay for you to say this. She has a night sure. that she swings. At people who won't go back to work in the mines.
2: <laughs> that's true. It's it's, it's factories, mostly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cheese, okay. Cheesecake factories.
0: <laughs> do the, oh, I mean, but that, honestly, they, they do need a raise. You know? I know. They're, they're, those, those cheesecakes think, are heavy. There's too many types of cheesecake there's to so have to- There's so many. You got to memorize it. You can't even, you know, if you work there, you can't look yeah, at the
1: Yeah, you got to just rattle them <laughs> now, off the dome
0: and, and that's like,
1: let's take a I, quick break we'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go
0: <laughs>
1: it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio radar uh jordan moore's boy detective right around the corner is the max fun drive thousands of you are already max fund members we're very grateful to you for supporting jordan jesse go we're also supported this week by the good folks at magic spoon now, Jordan, I know you're a late-night spoon snacker. Mm-hmm. That's what you go to to satisfy your sweet tooth. That's right. As soon as we get off of
2: this Zoom call, I'm going to go to the kitchen and get me a handful of magic spoon. You can eat it for breakfast. Most do, but also it makes a great late-night snack. So it's it's very versatile. Jordan, can you eat it for lunch? Yeah,
1: totally. Eat it for lunch. Go ahead. Can you eat it for dinner? Uh, yeah. What if... What if you want to eat it for linner? That's a meal in between lunch and dinner that my daddy invented. Do it up. All right. Open your mouth come linner time. Mm-hmm.
2: Shove in some magic spoon, and you will be very happy. This is a
1: cum linner? Huh? This is a cum liner? What? <laughs> you said to open my mouth we've, we've for cum liner time. We've got some wires crossed here. <laughs> You know what we agree on? We might (laughs) disagree on what time litter is. Right. (laughs) But we agree on Magic Spoon. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. It has 13 to 14 grams of protein. Jordan likes the sweet stuff. My favorite is the peanut butter. Look, Jordan, have fun with maple waffle and cookies and cream and whatnot. I like peanut butter because it's a little more savory, a little salty with my sweet. That's what I like. Come later time.
2: All of the flavors uh, are delish. I have not had one Magic Spoon flavor that I dislike. They're all terrific. And uh, you can get yourself a custom bundle. Here's what you do. You go to magicspoon.com slash JJGo to grab a custom bundle of cereal. And be sure to use our promo code JJGo
1: at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness, guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your
2: next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash jjgo and use the
1: code jjgo to save $5 off. Come Leonard time, you'll be thanking Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Jesse, we're also sponsored by Manscaped. You know what I love about manscaped Hmm. i love the feeling of taking my manscaped product right into my shower area and washing away the sins of my day (laughs) that's true yes gain absolution through manscaped (laughs) that's what they promise no sin too foul (laughs) no affront to god too blasphemous the trimmers are waterproof you can use it. Look, they got products to reduce your foot odor if you're got, if you having problems with foot odor. Yeah. They'll help you reduce nicks with your trimming.
2: Yeah. So so, so Manscaped, if, if you listen to the show, you know that Manscaped makes great trimmers for your below the belt area, your sensitive delicates. You know we don't neglect them. We don't neglect them. We would never neglect them. Be cruel. Be downright cruel to neglect that particular area. But Manscaped also makes products for other areas, too. Uh, They got an ultra-premium collection that includes cologne-infused, ultra-premium body wash with aloe vera and sea salt, two-in-one shampoo conditioner, aluminum-free deodorant, and hydrating body moisturizer spray. Uh, Manscaped sent over some of this stuff for us, and it is great. Jesse, you can't smell me right now, but I am reeking of Manscaped in a good way.
1: (laughs) Come dinner time, why not reek of manscaped? All your friends will say, what do you reek of? And they'll say, manscaped. They'll know not to leave that of hanging. They'll say, of what do you reek? Of what do you reek, sir? Uh... uh
2: Yes, goofs aside, uh, the Manscaped uh, stuff is all really terrific. I have not used anything from them that I do not love, uh, and I think you'll probably love it too. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code JJGO at Manscaped.com. It's time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine.
1: Let's go to Canada and eat some poutine. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yes. After you (laughs) do Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? What's anything?
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in just a
1: second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective.
0: I'm Cameron Esposito, one of the good ones.
1: Wait, one of the good witch now. Chicago. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I just felt like I wanted to see how that would land. One of the good
1: <laughs> one of the good Yankees.
0: <laughs> no, you're thinking of damn Yankees.
1: Okay. Not good Yankees. Okay, thank you. Um, well, guys, I don't know if you know this. Uh, but it's spring.
0: Oh, it's, yeah, it has sprung.
1: Yeah, spring, spring is in the process of springing. You know how I know that, Jesse?
2: I ate my first bee of the season. Nom,
1: nom, 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 Snatched him right off his flower. <laughs> you know, I read a New Yorker article about this, how there's a worldwide bee crisis caused by mm-hmm. Jordan <laughs> eating bees. Mm-hmm.
0: Jordan and my dog, Ruby. Who has been, she's a year and a half old. She's been stung by a bee five times. She's allergic. We can't believe she's not dead. And it's because she is addicted to trying to eat bees. That is her, (laughs) it's her. She gets up in the morning and that's what's on her mind.
1: You got to chomp some honeys. (laughs) You think you can get her on MTV, My Strange Addiction or whatever it's
0: Absolutely. 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 This is what
2: that M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening, is about,
1: by the way. (laughs) It's about Cameron's dog? That's about bees, but oh, okay. you know Cameron's dog is heavily featured. <laughs> okay, Cameron's dog is more what The Wicker Man is about. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. I'm just gonna yes, and whatever references you make. so
1: <laughs> sure. for the best. <laughs>
0: uh huh. It's not uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm. Our Wicker Man. Nicholas Cage. Uh huh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the Happening. Mark Wahlberg. I don't even know if he's in that. It's,
1: it's spring. So it's springtime, guys, and th- that's when a young man's uh, thoughts turn to fancy. Right. But it's also uh the season of renewal uh when the sport of baseball returns. Mm-hmm. Um there was a labor lockout in baseball. Um mm-hmm. yep. uh, but we're we're back to uh today I was driving around listening to a spring training game. By the time the third or fourth inning of an early spring training game happens, it's really just double A guys who happen to be around playing in the game. Like all the all the major league players have have sort of pieced out and gone home to the hot tub at their uh five-star hotel in Phoenix. And so it's just miscellaneous guys and the the announcers spent 10 minutes uh, discussing what was going on at the airport in Goodyear. Goodyear Arizona Airport. They were trying to decide they were trying to decide whether it was a a graveyard, a bone yard or a dust bowl, I think, something like that. They're just talking about how there's how many different airplanes there are there. And one of them says, oh, well, you know, uh, my my brother-in-law works for an airline, uh, like a little airline. And uh, they had to fly somebody over there to get a part once. This is what they're talking about during the baseball game.
0: Um, Right. uh, Have you been to Spring Trainer?
1: You know, we have a listener who for many years worked for the Texas Rangers at one point. I think I can say this now. He sent me a pair of Delino De Shields Jr.'s pants, uh, and God bless him for it. It was because somebody, Sarah Schaefer, maybe brought up how softball pants were comfortable to sleep in, and no- nobody believed it. I don't know. Wow. Uh, but anyway, he kept inviting me to spring training. He'd be like, "Look, I work for the Rangers. They're in the the uh, they're in the league in Arizona, the Cactus League." So, if you come, like, I could probably get you, like, you could walk on the field, you could do whatever, you like, try and meet Buster Posey or whatever. Um, and I never was able to do it. It was too hard to, with my kids and stuff, like, it was just too hard yeah. to take that trip. Um, and it was, he, he no longer works for the Rangers now. And it's like, with, fuck, that would, fucking
2: blew it. Would that, would that be really exciting for a baseball fan to see spring training?
1: I think spring training, like the thing, I've never been to spring training. It's definitely sort of like owning a, just as owning a Macintosh to me means that you're a rich kid. Uh, having been to spring training means that you're a rich kid.
0: Uh, <laughs> I've been to spring training. Uh, <laughs> so there you go.
1: And you had to. You go, know, probably had to go. Did you have? To, did you go to spring training from Los Angeles or from Chicago?
0: No. Yeah, from Chicago when I was a Holy kid. Shit. My my. Did dad... you go all the way
1: to Florida or something?
0: No, I think we went to Arizona. Ah. Um, oh, sure. Dad,
1: the Cubs play there at Ho Ho Cam Park.
0: Yes, but we actually saw, my dad was like something, like I didn't grow up in a family. My, my parents, my dad is like, my My mom retired this year because of COVID, because she was a preschool teacher. My dad still works. He's in his seventies. He like isn't able to retire. So He's a high powered attorney. He's an attorney, yeah, but he's he's still working. I think that this is what I'm trying His to say. His power is, is waning. I've, well, I just mean, I don't know. He's an attorney. But when I was a kid, my parents, they – like instead of saving for something like their own retirement, they did a shit ton of awesome things with their kids. That is like what my parents spent their money on. Like we did not drive fancy cars. They did not drive fancy cars we just did a shit ton of awesome stuff with them so one thing you met the pope (laughs) four times exactly exactly it's like it's like not like awesome clothes (laughs) not like the back but just we just went to really cool shit so my dad wanted us to go to spring training when michael jordan was playing for the white Sox because he was just like (laughs) never again kids so yeah. I think we might have even yeah. been living there like it like I like I literally think he like got into the <laughs>
1: he just he just <laughs> yeah. pulled up in front of your school and was like we're exactly. going to see Jordan in exactly. Arizona. So
0: I saw I saw Michael Jordan play baseball.
1: The was, trunk's full exactly. of pierogies. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I saw him play baseball which is like a very unusual thing to have had happen. He Looked
1: that so strange.
0: Great. Because also like when he was gonna come back to basketball after that, it was really when he bulked up and got like big, and then all NBA stars started to be a different size, where previously it had only been like Shaq and Charles Barkley who are who are like have any heft to them at all. But right. but it was, it was a bunch, a bunch of, string, of beans, string beans And previously. you don't necessarily realize how wide Major League Baseball players are until there is a these, these like, slender man. Also, because the White Sox uniforms mm. are vertical stripes.
1: Yeah, verticals. And it
0: looked yeah. like... It looked like, he he looks looked, like a he, Tim Burton yeah, it monster. Was, it was a Halloween town for sure, and it was not...
1: Mm-hmm. Come on, Jordan. Tim Burton would never make a there film about an African-American character. The oh, you're right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's... It's baseball season again. This is a great comfort to me, of course. Mm-hmm. A, a, I'm sure a great comfort to both of you, um, Jordan. Once you're done with your rewatch of Battlestar Galactica, or your first watch of Battlestar Galactica, you can watch. You can listen to spring training uh, games in the car with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly just watch Family Feud, but <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Is that on PBS Living? I've got PBS <laughs> Living. Does that have?
0: It's a lot of. Uh, oh, got to get the game show small, network. got to get the okay. game show
1: network. Okay.
2: Okay, is that on PBS docs? I think it's actually the game show network. Oh. I think it's also like syndicated around, so you know. What
1: if I have the what if I donate to my local station and get PBS navigator? It's actually on the game show network. Okay. If you say so. If you say so, and you know uh, baseball, the baseball players these days, they have, uh, names, strange names, colorful names. We learned that from, uh, our friends Abbott and Costello many years ago, uh, the popular comedy duo right. of who's on first fame. Um, and, uh, it's not, uh, it's not just now throughout history, baseball players have had weird names, uh, which is why I've made this quiz for you guys, uh, which is, Which of these is a real baseball player name? These are historical baseball names, primarily. Mm. Uh, I don't, you know, granted. Is Sky Bolt currently playing for the Oakland A's? Yes, he is. But I don't even need to use Sky Bolt, which is spelled S-K-Y-E-B-O-L-T. To do this quiz. This is all just from the pages of baseball's past. The dusty pages of baseball's past. Um, the way this quiz works is I will give you one real name and three false names. It's your job to guess the real name. Cameron Esposito, I'm going to start with you. Are you ready yeah. for this? Did your dad ever take you to the Baseball Hall of Fame in nope. Cooperstown, New York?
0: I've driven past Cooperstown and I, uh, yeah. I didn't even stop. Uh, you didn't even stop?
1: You gave it the finger and on your way. <laughs> Not even to visit the, memor- the many memorabilia stores. No,
0: no, nope. I think I pointed. And on we wow. went. I know. Wow. Hey. I was a, I was a young you person. Are you even American? I was a young person just trying to get home. Okay. You know?
1: You had a lot to yeah. learn. Um, Cameron Esposito, which of these... He's a real baseball player name. Here's your choices. Trounce Catbell. Okay. Vance okay. Dusseldorf. Boots Poffenberger. Or Plymouth LeSabre. Those choices again are Trounce Catbell. I'm sorry, this should read Buick LeSabre. Somebody was tired might when the, they named the that person line. earlier oh, tonight. Okay, that's line. not... that's. <laughs> Troutz, Troutz, Cat Bell, Vance Dusseldorf, Boots Poffenberger, or what's Buick the real LeSabre? one?
0: Because you said one of these is yeah, real.
1: One of these is real. <laughs> one of these is real. So it's either trouts, Cat Bell, Vance Dusseldorf, it's, I Boots, think it's Poffenberger, the second one, or Buick LeSabre. Incorrect. It's Boots Poffenberger, wow. <laughs> who played wow. for the Detroit Tigers and the wow. Brooklyn Dodgers in the 1930s.
0: That was stupid of me. Though, uh, are because- you ready? To- because yeah. an object a as a first name, an object as a first is a plastic baseball move. move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A plural I'm object? That. I'm pluralized a idiot. Object. That's the most classic <laughs> baseball name yeah. of all time. Keep going, I'm Jordan. Take that, yeah. uh, I'm
2: going to take that info going forward. So thank you for absolutely.
1: that absolutely okay. Okay, okay, Jordan. It's it's now to you. Which of these is – one of these is real. Three of these are false. Wild Boy Jizman, Dizzy Nutter, Blast Juices, mm-hmm. or Wet Waylon Wilson. Can we get a year? Those choices. Can we get a year. Those choices again. Uh, to can you get a year? Yeah, the year is nineteen nineteen. Okay. Your choices right. are Wild Boy Man, it's Jizman. That's J I Z M mm-hmm. A N. I don't think it's that one. Could be pronounced Jisman. Uh, Dizzy Nutter. Might be that one. Blast Juices. I don't think it's that one. Or Wet Whalen Wilson. I think it's... Wet isn't a given name in Wet sure, Whalen yeah. Wilson. Like... Wet is... Yeah. I think it's number two. Uh, Number two, Dizzy yes. Nutter. You're absolutely correct. Uh, Dizzy amazing. Nutter pitched... Pitched 18 games for the 1919 Boston Braves. Congratulations, Jordan. You've got the lead, but Cameron, great news. This one's (laughs) worth two points. Okay. All right, come on. I don't know. Uh, Here's your choices. One of these is real. Flyboy Chucky Lindbergh, Mahatma Gandhi, Abraham Lincoln (laughs) Jr., or Calvin Coolidge, Julius Caesar, Tuscan, Micklish. Wait, this is McElish. not...
0: Come on now.
1: Your choices again, Flyboy Chucky Lindbergh. Flyboy is a nickname. That's not... The given name is is not Flyboy. It's a nickname. Mahatma Gandhi.
0: Yep. From the mm-hmm.
1: movie Gandhi. Abraham Lincoln uh-huh. junior <laughs> uh or calvin coolidge julius this, caesar tuscahomie this, isn't, this, isn't,
0: this one doesn't go do you see what i mean this one's broken hmm.
2: can i mm-hmm. can i i i just want everybody to have fun cameron can i tell you yeah, what i think please. about
0: this one hop in
2: i think this is around the time that like charles Lindbergh, right. the right avi- this is like around the time when like so they would have called him flyboy
0: because they're like we know this other guy
2: yeah, I bet his name was – that's my – Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You can take that's, that or leave I, that. I'm not trying to sabotage no, you. Honestly, that's where my mind
0: learn. went to. The only reason I'm perhaps at all confused is just <laughs> why is this true? But I threw out a first pitch for the Chicago Cubs a couple of years ago. Threw a strike. It was incredible. Amazing. For some reason, the day that I threw a first pitch, there was also another person throwing out a first pitch. There were actually – two. like I threw the first pitch, but then there was a second – Pitch, so And the second, the second pitch, pitch that particular day was being thrown out by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> wow. An actual <laughs> Abraham Lincoln impersonator in full hat took the thing, went up on the thing. He didn't even take his jacket off. He did not throw a strike. It seemed so difficult. And... And I couldn't – anyway, there was a lot – I had a lot of follow-up questions. Why Cameron, he get how his own come day? we don't all – Yeah,
1: you know how 50 Cent lost all his dignity when he did a bad job throwing out that first pitch? How come that didn't happen <laughs> to Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> oh. How come it's not like when anyone's talking, saying something good about Lincoln, other people just post the Absolutely. gif of him loving his
0: first pitch? Absolutely. Also, I think it Twitter. was – another thing that I will add is that they didn't say – You know, when they announced him, they didn't say – And also, uh, here's a pitch by Chucky Flyboy Lindbergh, they said, Uh and also Abraham Lincoln. Like it wasn't
2: Uh Abraham Lincoln impersonator, impersonator Jordan Morris. It
0: was, Mm -hmm. so it was confusing for all of us. I think that's why nobody made fun of him because he'd already been through enough.
2: my Lincoln impersonating business went about as well as my snowplow business. I, think, I don't have the height for it.
0: I think it's the first one, Jesse. I think Jordan's right.
1: Fly but you, So you're you're choosing Flyboy yes. Chucky Lindbergh? Incorrect. The correct I'm answer sorry. is Calvin I'm Coolidge sorry. Julius Caesar Tuscahomie McLish, what? The pride of Anadarko, Oklahoma. He pitched for 20 years in the major leagues, or over the course of 20 years. Known best... As Cal McLish, I'm sorry. Did I'm you? Sorry I led you down that path. I wasn't trying to look, do that. That wasn't.
0: We did a thing together that was smart and used context yeah. clues.
1: Teamed up against. If you want to fuck with me on the next one, feel free. <laughs> I
0: don't think I can. Clearly, uh, like I don't, I don't yeah. think I have the knowledge. Sure. To do that.
1: <laughs> uh, here's your choices, okay. Jordan. One of these is a real baseball player. Johnny dick shot, mm-hmm. Jules Cruncher, Barry kicks, or pow balls hurt. I think in the middle
2: two, the middle two. Can you read me just choices the choices are of the whole
1: Johnny whole dick shot, Jules Cruncher, Barry kicks, or pow balls hurt? Cameron, do you have a feeling? I think on it's this the one first one, one the but
0: I'm probably wrong.
1: You guys are on rival feuds teams. The other you're not thing on that's the same so family. weird about
0: this that I wish all the listeners could know is that I don't know how your office is set up, Jesse, but it doesn't look like you're reading anything and you're speaking so quickly as you're going through these names. <laughs> so it seems to me that you have memorized <laughs> at least 16 ridiculous <laughs> names that you remember which order they went in and right. in which particular don't worry.
1: There's three I, more I of these can't. questions. So there's a cue card guy. I just, union, it, union cue it's card like, guy. Well, it's he really, was really messing with me. Your man. mom came over, Jordan.
2: <laughs> um, uh, one more
1: time. Let's hear him one more time. Okay, that's Johnny Dickshot, Jules Cruncher, Barry Kicks, or Pow Balls Hurt. I think it is. I think it is. I think it is Jules Cruncher. Incorrect. It's Johnny Dickshot. Whoa. The first one, right? Oh my gosh. Who is 35 Scamish. years old? Ha- Fuck. I'm had sorry. his best year in the major leagues hitting 302 for the 1945 Chicago. Dickshot White is Sox. a last name? Yeah. Wow. Cameron, you okay. get a point for getting it right. Oh, so now it's tied. <laughs>
0: Whoa, I love these rules. Okay.
1: Here here are your choices, Cameron. Walton Goggins.
0: Mm. Mm. I don't think it's that one.
1: Vodka okay, Goggins. Wait. Mulholland Distillery Goggins, or Cheese Second Goggins? One? Is what? No, no. Incorrect. The correct answer was wait. Cheese Goggins of the 1929 I, Carrollton Champs I in I the Georgia-Alabama League. That
2: name. His
1: first name is Cheese. No, it's too late. Cheese Goggins. Cheese. It's cheese Goggins, C-H- and you blew it, Cameron. C h e e s e. It is the same way as the as the delicious. I, that dairy one, product.
0: I that that one was... gives my
1: son Oscar the Toots.
0: Look, all right,
1: okay. It's back to okay. you, Jordan. I'm not look. I'm trying to get through this quiz here, Cameron. Yeah.
0: Keep let's stop go. being Keep funny, going. Jordan. Jesse, go.
1: <laughs> People are here for baseball information, <laughs> not here for dicking around. Okay, Jordan. Here's yes. your choices berry strawberry okay vegman brock harry cauliflower or cuke
2: green guy <laughs> <sighs> boy i mean i don't know what to think after after johnny dick shot
1: i'm just like what <laughs> what what world berry are we strawberry vegman brock harry cauliflower or cuke green guy harry
2: cauliflower final answer
1: Absolutely correct. Hey, it's Harry Cauliflower. Hey, hey, hey. Did you guys know, I know that I brought up recently on Jordan Jesse Go that Daryl Strawberry had sex during baseball games. I brought that up, right? Sounds correct. <laughs> yeah. I found out Mickey Mantle also wow. did. Like in the locker room? That's one of the greatest baseball players of all time.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. I Sure.
2: He, he only did oral. That's why I have sex between <laughs> plowing driveways.
0: that's the plot of the movie beautiful okay cameron great
1: movie (laughs) you're down two to one but you can tie by getting this one correct
0: i bet i won't
1: alfred does alfred Uh dullsville snooze capers nap dreamy or king i want it to be the
0: second one i don't think it's the second you want it to be snooze capers
1: that's what yeah. you want it to be. It's
0: a third one.
1: But do, would that doesn't seem like it would... It could be the third no, one. No, it's guess. not the third one. I mean, you're down two to one. I guess it's possible it could be this third one, Nap Dreamy. It's but, the first one. Um, Alfred yeah. Dullsville?
0: It could be that.
1: <laughs> you're absolutely yeah! correct. It's King Boring. <laughs> wow. King Boring. First name was King, huh? Now, you might know him by his... Birth name, which was Cleo Sipple Boring. Mm. Uh, But he later changed his middle name to King, which is what he went by. Okay. Great news, guys. It ended in a tie. (gasps) So this is the championship round. I'm going to give you four names. Each of you will have to choose a different name from this list and we'll find out who is is the winner. This is very exciting. Agamemnon Baca mm-hmm. Alamazoo Jennings Squiz Pillion or Count Sensendurfer. I
0: want Squiz Pillion.
1: That's Agamemnon Baca, Alamazoo Jennings, Squiz Pillion, or Count Sensendurfer. Uh Jordan, I'm- I helped Cameron tie you, so you're gonna get to go first here. Going to say Count Sensendorfer. Count Sensendorfer is Jordan's answer. That leaves for you, Cameron, Agamemnon Baca, Alimazu Jennings, or Squiz Pillion.
0: I want to say Squiz Pillion, even though I actually think it's Agamemnon. But I want it to say Squiz Pillion because that's what I want it to be.
1: Cameron says squiz pillion Brian your choices (laughs) are Agamemnon Baca or Alamazoo Jennings and remember this is for all the marbles Brian Alamazoo Jennings is what I'll say you're saying Alamazoo Jennings it sounds like Valerie's option is Agamemnon Baca Um, and the winner is all of us all of those are real (gasps) they're all real so we all win we all won today. So, but the- thanks to Squiz Pillion and was such a the listener, trick. the listener lost. We beat the listener. Good trick.
0: Well, that was a clever trick. You know, loved we it. We
1: did. We did defeat the listeners' hopes of an entertaining program. <laughs> well, if they wanted an entertaining program, they should have listened to an entertaining program. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're here with us, they know what they did. <laughs> We'll it's be back fault. in just a second on Jordan Jesse. <laughs>
0: la,
2: A psychic. My name is Psychic Carrie. I'm yes. Ross. Oh, what a pleasure to meet you. Of course, I knew your name was Ross, as I'm a psychic, but please take a yeah. seat. Well, I was hoping, we, hoping could about we could talk about my podcast. My podcast. Yes, I know. It's called Ono oh oh, Ross na, and na, na. Carrie. Yes. We investigate from uh-huh. science, spirituality, Can- and claims da, da, of the paranormal. paranormal? You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes. This whole podcast, it sounds like it's been a real challenge for you lately. Actually, it's a lot of fun. Yes, exactly. Because it's so fun i don't know how you this do this will be 75 dollars okay that seems fair oh no ross and carrie at maximumfund.org you knew
1: it was a dot .org i have a gift la, la, la,
0: la, 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 la.
1: schmanners noun definition rules of etiquette designed not to judge others but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? La, 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 la,
0: la, 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 la.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Norris, boy detective.
0: I'm Cameron Esposito. I got all the baseball names wrong.
1: <laughs> it's all right, Cameron.
0: I didn't know any of them. It all ended in a
1: tie. We all won in the end.
0: Yeah, I got, got the end right. It all won in a
1: tie. Stole a lot of those from a, is a blog called Cespedes family barbecue. They, they had a name bracket some years ago, and I oh nice. I went and looked. I stole some a few others from a few other places. The point is, I didn't look at them. I didn't do them myself by looking in baseball's history books. Cameron Esposito, Here's the thing: I've been thinking about whether I would like to read your memoir. Oh yeah, but I'm not prepared to pay hardcover prices. That's just the reality. It's not the income bracket in which I in which I operate. The reality is that if I'm going down to the Barnes and Noble, it better be on a spinner rack. Uh, I'll look. I'll read a quality paperback. I'm not above that. Absolutely. But I don't have I don't have hardcover memoir money. Can you help me out here?
0: Oh my God, you are in luck. So save yourself. Um, came out week one of the global pandemic was still a bestseller is mm-hmm. called Save Yourself, which was That's a it. particularly wild title to be <laughs> launching week <laughs> one of the global pandemic. And, um, it was great. I'd got to do a bunch of virtual that that was that was terrible but what was great is that i got to a bunch right. of virtual events at a time when like virtual didn't exist yet and a ton of queer folks and a ton of comedy fans showed up and they came to these events and it happened like i was i was terrified and i know many of us were terrified and feeling lonely and isolated and um it was very cool to be able to give something for people to do during that time. And I did, I hosted these panels and all of these amazing writers said yes to being on these panels with me. So like say Jones and Roxanne Gay and Tegan Quinn and all of these amazing folks gave me their time. And we did all of these incredible, um, zoom panels. And then once But at the time, what time, did the book
1: cost Cameron? What did the book cost? It's a great question.
0: This is Thanks. what I. This is what I'm going to get to. I don't know what it was cost. I don't know
1: what it cost. Hardcover prices. Yeah. You don't even buy your own books. Yeah, you don't need to buy it. People no, okay. buy books. I got for a few you. over
0: here, but yeah. these days, years, boys years, and
1: secret girls.
0: These these days, these days. That's right. These days, two years later, mm-hmm. uh, after that whole wonderful experience that we all had together. Maybe some of you weren't there. You know, you were doing other stuff during that time. Maybe you didn't buy that hardcover. Or you didn't even attend those panels. Well, guess what?
1: You were wiping down your mail with 409.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) If that's what you were doing then, the great news is, hey, the sunshine is coming up around the bend because even though it may or may not be responsible, the world is opening yet again. Mm -hmm. And at that same time, the paperback version of Save Yourself is uh, available on the 22nd. Of March, which is in the past from when you're listening to this.
1: What a dream. So what a dream. Av- it's currently available.
0: Yeah, it's currently available.
1: To buy Cameron Esposito's memoir, Save <laughs> Yourself. To not have to pay inflated hardcover oh, prices. Right. Simply playing quality paperback prices like God himself intended. Or herself. Or doesn't exist. Read the book and find out. That's right. <laughs> That's- oh, wow. You You... You
2: you answer whether or not God
0: exists. That's page one. That's an opening. It's a it's wow. It's, um, That's what
1: they call a thrust. A thrust. Absolutely. Lead.
0: Yeah.
1: You are you are God, and you don't exist. That's a second person thrust lead right there. Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, it is tough to follow that with the rest of the book, which is why it's blank. <laughs> yeah. But
1: Oh
2: shit. So, it's, like, write your own. Yeah, story. it's kind
0: of a cool move, yeah. and it's more of a notebook. Fuck,
2: Shit. I've learned. So, like what's so the much. color? I, what's the color orange
0: look
1: like to you? <laughs> I know what it. I know what it. I know what it looks like <laughs> to me, Cameron. What are some of the best God thinking prompts that you included in the book, mm-hmm. <laughs> other than just what is the <laughs> color orange?
0: Look no, that's like a great. Yeah, that's a great. Um, <laughs> mine are. Hey. Do you disagree with your neighbor about God? Beat him up. That's one of my top ones.
1: Think about that. You know what I mean? Stick that in your think pipe and smoke it. Spicy.
0: Beat him him up long term. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's something that I believe in. Um, Another thing I believe in is that babies don't have to be created by uh, sperm and an egg. And that's uh, something I...
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, I'm finding out in my own personal life is not true, but <laughs> would love to be true. Yeah. Would love to be true.
1: You can would. always yoink a baby. Why well, not just yoink a baby?
0: Well, but, 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 but I said create it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. That's true. She didn't say
0: yoink. Yeah.
1: Okay. <gasps> Do You don't need sperm to yoink a baby.
0: No, that's... Well, I mean, but but if you want to be extra arrested yeah. you, should right. Ha- right. You, should you should have you should have
2: the it. sperm too
0: for double arrested
2: it's an indiana jones type thing where you grab the baby and then you you replace it with a bag of sperm <laughs> yeah. that weighs about the same <laughs> and <then a> big <laughs> but boulder you don't want him. to be
0: caught in the moment in the tiny <laughs> like, second right. that like you're holding from Alcatraz. <laughs> because then yeah. that's do you see what i'm saying S- electric right. chair right. for that
1: somebody has to work at the prison barber shop to it's, get enough hair mm-hmm to make eyebrows on this sperm, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is perfect, Cameron. We've sold so many quality paperbacks in the last 5 Absolutely. to 10 Absolutely, I think
0: that's true. Well, also maybe people like my beautiful voice I also read the audiobook. You know what I mean? So it's like there's Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Ooh.
1: I love an audiobook. I, I bet Cameron, audiobook. I bet Cameron Mannheim has a memoir. And I bet that there is zero sperm stuff <laughs> there.
0: Cameron Diaz doesn't even want to be a parent. You know what I mean?
1: Nope.
0: All it's just all about it. the mask. The mask again. Lacks and again the desire.
2: And <laughs> when I was on set, just filming the mask. <laughs> when me and Jim were making the mask,
0: <laughs> I call <absolutely>. him James.
1: <laughs> Most people call him Jim. It's I call me him. Cameron Diaz, yeah. and then. The- when I was playing that
0: there was is your one contest. chapter in there about how when my best friend's in my best friend's wedding, Julie Roberts is 27 uh-huh. and that's old. There is one chapter in there about that. Oh. And Cameron Diaz oh, wow. plays Kimmy, she's like 21 or something like that. It's actually an inappropriate age to get married for and for now most adults
1: Jennifer Lopez can get married as a and 50 that year old just and I applaud her, and she looks great she's a she great, looks great dancer she's a great dancer, she was great in the movie Out actually, of you
0: sight. know here's a hot take from my father recently, and uh this mm. feels like a i mean if I don't know if we're looking for a moment to rap, but no, this feels like a really wrapable sure. moment yeah um, wow. speaking to my father uh-huh. on the phone, and mm. I was
1: my name's Cam <laughs> Dad, and I'm here to say. <laughs>
2: I like Fruity Pebbles in a major way.
0: <laughs> I was speaking to my father. I was in a hotel room um, in Vancouver. And so, it, it's first of all, it's Canadian television. So fun. Because that's not even, it's like different channels. Always feels exciting. Second of all, it's real right. TV, you know? I don't have real TV at my house. I have like streaming stuff. So there was a marathon of Jennifer Lopez movies on. I was talking hmm. to my father. I said, Jennifer Lopez, right? Gorgeous. She's so amazing looking. Now, Sort of what, Kind of, a, I was doing sort of a Jesse Thorne sort of, yeah. a, oh, you know, it's amazing, she can't marry, and my dad said, um, you know what I like about Jennifer Lopez is that she seems, she's like, she's, she's just not that hot. She seems really approachable.
2: Wow, dad.
0: I said, I'm cow. sorry, f- I'm sorry, mon père. Papa. So, I don't Little know if your pear. parents are still
2: married, but your dad thinks he's got a shot with J Lo. No, my
0: parents are still married. I said, I said, wait a minute. Where, how, if J Lo is girl next door, where are right. do we placing mom? He said, she does not even come near to comparing to your mother. So, I mean,
2: that's beautiful. But
0: she wasn't even around. That's this beautiful. wasn't you even. You know what, movie. Cameron? How does my dad think J Lo is a is in his i just couldn't believe it (laughs) i've been thinking about that i think about that a couple times a day
1: i'm with you i i hear what you're saying but i have to say you know granted do do you do you like ladies yes but i'm coming at this from the same perspective your father is as a heterosexual (laughs) man and to me to me it's Mm -hmm. obvious Given the choice between boning the legendary screen star, dancer, and singer, sometime model, Jennifer Lopez, and boning your mom, (laughs) of course... Your mom is leagues above Jennifer Lopez. It's all I think uh, about, Cameron.
2: I mean I it's I mean, all I, I, I think I kinda, about I kind of know where your dad's coming from. I bet if I like you know, if J Lo and I were at the same like restaurant and she's just like at the bar, mm-hmm. I could like go up and order a drink and say just like, Hey, uh, you know, you wanna like come by later and watch the Mr. Show TV?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Esposito, you're you're also in an upcoming film. Is oh, yeah. this correct? yeah, in this movie
0: that's called Moonshot, that's coming out next week on HBO Max, and uh, oh, with uh, and Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Smith's Smith in it. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you know who is it? it is a uh, oh. is an actual two actual teen heartthrobs, Cole Sprouse and Lana Condor. They are actual. I get to work with actual teen heartthrobs, seeing Those what their like lives are like. full
1: time baseball they players. Are, they <laughs> are. <laughs> These are the pitching coaches and bullpen catchers Absolutely. for the 1939 Absolutely. Brooklyn Dodgers.
0: But yeah, Moonshot on HBO Max, and I'm in uh, yeah. A Million Little Things on HBO. I mean, on, on um, ABC right now. All those things are happening at the same time.
1: Heck yeah. I love it. I love it. Do can we get uh, What's the guy called, and he was the like... He was like the first mate on Battlestar Galactica, but he was Canadian and so he only worked in other Canadian things. Let's get that guy on your show. Get him go talk to the ABC people. Say can you get the guy who turned maybe he turned, well, who we'll find out if he turned out? Are you out talking
0: too about bad. Lee Adama? He Are you talking about Ford is that who in, you're talking oh, about? Jordan. Thank you. Is that I gotta find out who you're talking about. No No that's, no no. no. Th- that's, that's Edward he has that's
1: Edward James Olmos.
0: That's which guy's a different, different guy. James? Almost. Oh my god! It's been so long since I've seen this this show.
1: One time, guys. Jordan and I had dinner with Jane Espenson at the Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Burbank. It was it Ruth's Chris? No, it was the I mean, uh, Houston. Uh, the I mean, Houston. The time? No, it was the what's it called? The Lori's oh the prime god. rib. It was Lori's oh, the yeah. prime rib. Uh, it was great, man. This is like, man, Jane Esmondson's so great. She wrote on Battlestar Galactica, and at one point she said something about Eddie, and I realized she was talking about yeah. James. Almost, It's like, oh fuck, you're so fucking cool. cool. I
0: mean, oh, yeah, I actually, wish
1: I worked in show I, business. I
0: know there were men on that show, but for me, it's all about Kara Starbuck's race. Like that's, uh, I like that's all I care about.
1: Uh, that's not uh, unreasonable. Yeah, that's okay. entirely. That makes a lot of sense. I mean. For me though as a man <laughs> I'm really hot Dude for I don't
0: that. know I mean it's like
1: <laughs> for the roomy he Seems approachable 6 year old Canadian man who is obviously a local cast I, my only television interest is <laughs> Steve Harvey in his purple suit But he's
0: having a moment right now like that's a real thing That's a that's a that's Rush a real me, Daddy. Thing. He's really he's yeah. really having some there's some heat around yes. him that if that if he Jennifer Lopez Bernice, he knew what was good for her, she'd try to get a little bit closer to.
2: Yeah, she would dump she would dump Affleck and get with Steve Harvey. Okay, well, Judge
0: you Steve know Harvey's what's gonna pretty, happen now is I'm gonna too. go to bed. But you both are wonderful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was great to see you. Much love. You're
1: the best, Cam. Thanks for joining us. Our our producer, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, Valerie Moffat on the stream. You can find us on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. You can find us uh streaming mostly Sunday evenings around 8:15 Pacific, although, you know, we do we do the best we can on the MaxFun YouTube channel, so go subscribe to the MaxFun YouTube channel. Um our theme music is Love You by The Free Design courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. If you have a call for us 206 984 fun or send us a voice memo at JJGo at maximumfun.org. Uh, we want an update on your momentous occasion. So call us in and tell us what your momentous occasion is and what what has happened since. And we want big juicy developments. We don't just want I'm still happily married. I don't care if you're still happily yeah, married. We want, we want your spouse to have murdered you. Call us yeah. from the grave. No, don't call us from the grave, Jordan. I disagree. Call us from beyond the grave or go the fuck home. (laughs) Yeah. No grave calls. Hell only.
2: (laughs) 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 Only call from hell.
1: Would you take, would you take, would you take, can I tell you, I really was uh, trying to come up with what's the thing between (laughs) heaven and hell just now. And the word that I wanted to say was not purgatory. (laughs) Purgatory. I really, truly just thought of Purgatory after all that vamping, because all I could think of was Scattergories. <laughs> well. Interrap <laughs> yeah. between that's where babies and, die. and Yeah, when babies
2: scatter- die in childbirth.
1: Yeah,
2: they go to Scattergories.
1: <laughs> they haven't had the chance to be saved mm-hmm. yet. They just play Scattergories, or sometimes bo- Sundays they do boggle. Anyway. Uh, that's all. That's all. Go buy Cam's book. Uh, We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse's Go. Bye,
0: everyone. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. you.
1: MaximumFun.org.
2: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Audience supported.